God bless you. This is Pastor Danny, and welcome to our Destiny Podcast. So glad that you're here with us, and I pray that so far in the study that we've been doing on forgiveness, that you're learning and that you are growing. Last week, we spoke about the difference between forgiveness and reconciliation, and we learned that forgiveness is unconditional. But reconciliation is conditional. But what's the difference? Well, when it comes to forgiveness, I'm required to forgive my brethren. That's what the Bible says in the book of Matthew. Forgive our debts as we forget our as we forgive our debtors. So therefore, it, this, it's unconditional. I need to forgive you. If you do something wrong to me, I need to forgive you. But to restore the relationship, that places a demand on the offender to change his behavior. In other words, if you break my trust, if I trust you and you break that trust, well, that trust now has to be earned. In the beginning, when we start our relationship, well, I give it to you automatically because we're learning about each other and we're growing and the relationship is it's establishing, it's a new relationship. So that that's, you give the person the benefit of the doubt. But once that trust is broken and you offend me or you offend the person or I offend you, well, now it takes the offender to take the necessary steps to change his behavior if he wants to restore that relationship to change. You have to change your behavior. So we learned that there's a big difference, amen? So we give God the glory that we learned that, but today we wanna to talk about what is divine forgiveness, amen? In the book of Daniel chapter nine, verse nine, it says that the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving. Now, it doesn't say he has mercy, and he has forgiveness. It says that the Lord our God is merciful and forgiving. Now, the two key words here is Lord, because he speaks about, again, self-existing one, the name of God. Amen. And when it says God, it speaks about Elohim and it speaks about what God does, his creative power. Right. So look what it's telling you is that the one who is life, the one who gives life and the one that creates life and creates everything is merciful and forgiving. And then it says, even though we have rebelled against him. So even though we rebelled against God, our creator, the self-existing one, still extends his mercy and he still extends forgiveness. I don't know about you, but that excites me because it lets me know that I still have hope. We always have hope to restore relationships because God is divine and his desire is always to forgive and to show mercy. In fact, Psalms 103 verse 8 and 10 says that as far as the east is from the west, so far has God removed our transgressions from us. I don't know about you, but that's the beauty of God's grace. So divine forgiveness is the fact that God in his mercy chooses to release you and me from the penalty of our sins. So he makes a choice. I'm going to show you. Forgiveness by releasing you from the penalty of sin. What is the penalty of sin? The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of Christ is eternal life to Jesus Christ our Lord. So the gift of God is what? Eternal life. Amen? So God chooses to release us from that which we should pay for. That's divine forgiveness. So this divine forgiveness was extended by who? By Jesus. How? When he paid the penalty for our sin on the cross, amen? He died on a cross and the death on the cross was the payment for the sins of all humanity. Wow, such beautiful divine forgiveness. That is the example that our father teaches us through his son what forgiveness 
looks like, what divine forgiveness looks like. So Ephesians chapter 432 begins to give us a, a little explanation of, of that love and forgiveness and relationship. Because again, we want to restore relationships that have been broken. That is God's design, has always been to reconcile man back to himself. So Ephesians chapter 4, verse 32 says, Be kind and compassionate to one another. So this is a command. This doesn't sound like a suggestion, right? Be kind is a command, and compassionate is a command. To who? To one another. Then it goes on and says, forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. Powerful. Just as in Christ, God has forgiven us. In other words, when we sin, when man sinned, when Adam sinned, there needed to be paid a penalty. A penalty needed to be paid. A ransom needed to be paid. But we find that Adam was not sufficient enough to pay the penalty for his own sin. Because the ground was cursed. So God decided to make a plan. And the plan was that Jesus would come and die and pay the penalty for our sins. So that in Christ, God can forgive us. In other words, because of Jesus Christ, now God is able to extend his mercy. And he's able to extend his grace. He's able to extend his mercy. Isn't that beautiful? You know, one of the greatest examples of that, we find it in the life of Joseph. You know, the secret of Joseph's success was forgiveness. You know, do not be distressed, people, and do not be angry. See, when you realize that God in his sovereignty will bring good out of the wrongs done to you, you will always have an attitude of forgiveness. Why am I saying that? Because we find this in the life of Joseph. He was sold by his brothers. He was lied upon. They were jealous of him. And I don't want to make a long story short. That's a message. But we find this in the life of Joseph that his success was a result of him recognizing, guess what? What you've done to me, God allowed it. In fact, he says, guess what? God was the one that sent me here, not you. You were just a vehicle that God utilized to take me to the place that I would have never gone on my own. So sometimes, even in offense, when you understand God's forgiveness, God's grace, and God's mercy, even in offense can usher you, it'll help you in the beginning steps in entering into your purpose and destiny in life. In fact, Joseph let them know, it was not you that did this. God allowed it. God sent me. See, when you realize that God in his sovereignty will use even your location, wherever you are placed for good, you will always have an attitude of forgiveness. Notice that wherever Joseph went, whether it was in a pit, whether it was in Potiphar's house, whether it was in prison or in palace, because he understood that there was a bigger picture, he had the right attitude. And because he had the right attitude in understanding God's sovereignty and God's purpose, he was able to forgive. In fact, Joseph understood that God made him, that God had a plan. See, when you realize that God in his sovereignty will make every circumstance result in good, you will always have an attitude of forgiveness. The Bible says all things in the book of Romans, all things, not some, not a few, 
But all things work together for the good for those who love the Lord. And I know you have a lot of questions, but I'm here to let you know that when you understand that there's a bigger picture, that in spite of your hurt, in spite of your pain, in spite of all the things that people have done to you, when you realize that in that, that God in his sovereignty is working something good, even your circumstances turns out for good. And that always gives you the opportunity to extend mercy, grace, and forgiveness. So what's the conclusion here? Listen to this, people. Joseph learned to accept God's sovereignty. See, when you're able to accept God's sovereignty over your location, remember, he was in the pit, ended up in Potiphar's house, ended up in prison, but his final conclusion is that he ended up in the palace. See, you want your palace, but you don't want to forgive. You want your palace, but you have the wrong attitude in prison. You want the palace, but you have the wrong attitude in the pit. You want the palace, but you're, you're messed up because now you're a slave in Potiphar's house. You know what I'm talking about. In other words, sometimes we think we're slaves to things and to work. Listen, our attitude is the reason why we can't forgive those who hurt us and those who offend us. So let me end with this. When we accept God's sovereignty, whether our location, circumstances, no matter what has done to you, and when you learn to trust God, then you will learn to forgive others. The Bible says, trust the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge who he is and he will direct your path. What does that mean? That when I confide in God, when I know who God is, when I acknowledge, I recognize his power, then what happens is there's no need for me to reason anymore. Logic doesn't make any sense. I trust him. I believe in him. He is reliable. He's more than able. He can. Then guess what? He gives me direction. I'm able to fulfill my purpose. And one of the greatest ways to usher your life into purpose and destiny is forgiving those that have hurt you and have broken you. God bless you. Be blessed. Stay blessed. And I'll see you tomorrow on our next chapter on forgiveness.